Hi, I'm Cameron. And I'm Emily. I've never read Twilight before. And I've read the books too many times to count, but now we're reading them together. Welcome to Unbitten, a journey through the Twilight Saga. Welcome to Twilight, a journey through the... What? I just was humming... Oh, bum, bum, ba dun 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 Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hi, guys. <laughs> well, clearly Cam has uh, survived her fatal illness. Yeah. Didn't have I, to get uh, Daddy Carlisle. Bro, I kind of was hoping for a little bit. <laughs> I know. I mean, I was hoping for you because I'm a supportive friend like that. Thank you. You're, <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's really showing when uh, your friends being supportive means they wish for you to die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was uh, quite sick recently. So, you know, episodes have been pushed back and uh, I hope you all understand because oops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when my girl literally cannot hear out of her ears and cannot speak without losing her voice. It does make things a little difficult to record. Yeah, for and yeah, also for like just an audio to live. medium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I did a lot of. Uh, I restarted Pokemon Sword and played oh, almost did all you? the way through. Yeah, fun. Yeah, that was good. And I am right now. I think I'm on like the last gym battle or like the champion league. I think. Cool. Yeah. So I did that. What else did I do? Um. Sent a lot of selfies of your face looking, you know. Oh, my God. (laughs) There are some... If if a patron uh, tags me on Discord, I will send a picture of what my face looks like when I was sick. Because it's kind (laughs) of bad. It was... Kind of bad, bro. It was... I mean, it was kind of okay for the most of the time. Like, the main thing was when my eyes got really red. Because I looked like like I was grieving... (laughs) really heavily and like brutally or i was stoned out of my mind yeah you definitely looked a little high a little (laughs) i was being gentle yeah thank you but also i'm i mean i feel a lot better but i also still am not 100 percent right now so if my voice sounds a little bit off that might be why Uh, but i'm out here we push through we push through oh yeah oh and i got a septum piercing oh yeah that did happen Mm -hmm, wow like two days ago i don't know what I've done, or where I've been, or okay. what I've been doing. All right, Emma's been in a coma for the last yep. two weeks. <laughs> Wake me up when, when September, September ends. ends. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well. Oh, I did know. some amazing karaoke the other night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I finally watched that video. It was great. <laughs> I sent Emma a video of some... Okay, so we're at this tavern that Ooh, is, like, tavern. literally called, like, the Dirty Old Tavern. Hot. Like, it is... Yeah, it is, like, this grimy place. It's, it's a wonderful place to be. And they have karaoke on Tuesdays. And so I went with a few people, so a few of my coworkers. And first of all, one of my friends sang Ballroom Blitz. Oh, my God. And it was... He was amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> it was so good. That's a really fast song to sing. Yeah, no, he's and he's it's apparently his go-to karaoke and that's he just incredible. It. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good Bob one. And then, Blitz. Yeah, literally exactly. 
And his second song that he sang later was uh, Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which is also very funny. And it's just like this. It's just like this small little white guy with a little mustache. Oh, uh, the and, best. And a hat and like a Hawaiian shirt. And he's out here the dancing best. around. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was really fun. And then a bunch of these like guys like it was weird because it was like hours after sundown but these guys roll up like they just got off the like the fucking golf course <laughs> they are in khakis or like khaki shorts so like cargo short material like and like polos and their hats and sunglasses hot, and we're hot. all just like what the fuck because these are like not necessarily they're not like i think the more that they kind of vibed the more we were like okay these guys do seem like they might come to a place like this but like when they first walked in it was just like who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> so, but they sang, uh, uh, give me the people and free my soul. <laughs> so I had to s- send that to M because it's, uh, it's an iconic M song in my brain. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it's I just... mean, I've been obsessed with the fact that the beans emoji has finally been added uh, on, on Discord. Although the operating mm-hmm. systems are slightly fucky, so it like appears in some versions, but not others. Yeah. But the point is, I'm back. I'm singing Give Me the Beans, boy, because the beans the have been beans, given. Boy, free my soul. I want to get lost. In a fucking hole and drift, and drift away. away. <laughs> yeah, that's just my jam. Um, yep. Because I'm white, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is that is the reason why. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's the first day of autumn, which uh, Cam and I are both celebrating with our chilly, chilly weather. We're ready for the cozy zone. Um, yeah, you have like properly chilly weather. I, do. I have like, like it's seventy degrees, but it's really windy, so it feels <laughs> colder, and like the air is cold, <laughs> but like it's still like fucking seventy degrees, like during yeah, the day. I have, I have proper uh, cold time weather today. Um, I'm wearing yeah. sweatpants and a hoodie right now, and I am so cozy. Yeah, I'm wearing. And we're going a to a corn maze next weekend, bro. I'm it- so excited for you. Oh my god. I'm wearing a. Uh, a hoodie and no pants in case you were wondering what I was doing. Oh my God. That's so I'm a cute. really professional adult uh, recording. Okay. This podcast. I wasn't wearing pants earlier today because I was working from home and I was on my right. laptop on the couch and I was like, yeah, I've got a call scheduled. Let me just hang out near my phone. And then at one twenty eight, I get an email teams meeting at one thirty, And I was like, what no. the fuck, bro? What the fuck? So I, I have to, to put, on, put pants. on pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, you worked all day, didn't you? I yeah. woke up and was texting you. You about woke an up hour when I finished my meeting. <laughs> I did, yep, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I stayed up late. I had somebody over. Uh, we didn't wake up till late and then also didn't get up till a lot later than that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. jealous. Yeah, that's the that's the perk of uh, service industry stuff. It is <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. That, well, I didn't have work today in general anyway, so that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, look at me and days off and stuff. It's crazy. Uh, you deserve it. Thank you, but I do fear I'm gonna be up all night now because I like my sleep. My sleep. No, yeah, so you fucked. fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna like inhale melatonin and just hope for the best. I was laughing because you know for a long time I'm I'm the night owl and Cam's like right. the morning person, and I'm like bestie. Last night I was asleep by eleven and you were waking up at like what one p.m. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Because... Uh, no, because I didn't text you till like 2.30. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was 2.30, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I did not go to sleep until, like, I think 3 or 4 a.m. That is so funny. Something like that. But then I didn't, like, wake up until 2.30. Yeah. But I didn't, like, I didn't, like... <laughs> For clarity, he didn't leave until 4.30, so then I woke up and <laughs> opened my shades and stuff, and it was, like, gorgeous out, and it just, I opened all the windows and was breathing in the cool air, and I was like, hmm, I kind of wish I didn't miss this entire day, but feel the also rain it was really on nice. your skin, no one else no can else feel, can it, feel for it for you. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it was raining for a while, but I think I slept through all of the rain. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, release your yeah. inhibitions. <laughs> I do got to do that. Um, I'm out here releasing them. <laughs> All right. Shall we get into this chapter? Yeah. We have been just talking for 10 minutes, huh? Yeah. It happens. It's almost like we haven't talked to each other in a bit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> except for when you're yelling at each other, playing plate up. Actually, oh, that's the we other never thing we did. yelled at each other, except for the time that I accidentally served a table too fast. Then that I got yelled true. at by you. But most of the time we were yelling at the stupid men in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So we played plate up with our two engineer friends who are... Very smart, but also the fucking stupidest people I've ever met in my life. Oh, my God, they're dumb. And you've met both of them in person now, and you can very, very oh much God. testify that they're both... Oh, they're my God. They're so stupid. Like, just <laughs> constantly. Like, it doesn't end. One of them doesn't know how to uh, pump gas? Yeah. Or lock his car door. Or lock any doors. <laughs> any doors. That just just makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, but we played that and uh, we realized very quickly that we had to kind of like separate ourselves in different <laughs> rooms, like the back of the kitchen and the front of the kitchen, because like if M and Gerg were playing together, they would just not stop yelling at each other. <laughs> so I had to have me and Gerg be back of the house and, and Dan and M be front of the house so that it just would I work. I felt like I, you know, and Dan and I worked well together and you and Gerg worked well, we well did. together. So it all worked and out And God and God forbid the day that me and Dan ever end up on the same side of the house because I don't think that would go Uh, well. (laughs) uh, No, you just get so mad at how stupid he is. He's so dumb. Anyway, they're never going to listen to this, so. Well, they might someday. Someday in like 15 years. (laughs) Shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. You drive me insane. All right. Anyway. Chapter 18, Instruction. It's actually a chapter that I found kind of fun. I liked this chapter. Stuff actually happens. Thank you. This is like the first chapter in a while that I was genuinely excited to read and talk about. Because like, like full disclaimer, like the last few chapters have been fucking boring. Of course they have. And it's been hard to like make a good podcast. I know. How do you make a podcast with no content? (laughs) Like we just make shit up. (laughs) And so like, yeah, like our last couple episodes have been a little like, I mean, they're honestly like what we would like to aim the length of the episodes as. But for us, still, they're short because we tend to ramble and go 20 minutes longer than we yeah. plan to. So, like, the episodes have been short because it's just been like, what the fuck has been going on? And we're like, uh. <laughs> Bestie, I do not know. I DK. I literally DK. But now we're back with some actual good content. I loved seeing all of the vampires, like, in their individual, like, fighting styles. I'm sad we didn't get a Carlisle moment. I know. But all of them were pretty cool. What the fuck is up with that? What um, the fuck is up, Kyle? Okay, to Carlisle. set the scene, um, the uh, everyone's super excited because the werewolves are going to team up with the vampires and they're going to take down this army. 
whatever the point is everyone they're is meeting really excited except for bella except for bella <laughs> she's never excited about anything <laughs> right and she's having this uh very harry potter syndrome where she's like oh they're all doing this for me and how dare anyone ever get injured for me yeah <laughs> and to be fair in harry potter i think it's a little bit more like shut the fuck up it's so much bigger than you yeah I think it's definitely on a smaller scale for Bella and yeah, this situation, it's like- but it still is similar enough that I'm like, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so Bella has to, she gets home because they go home first before meeting in the middle of the night. And I'm like, why don't you just go now? But um, she goes yeah, home I think first. it's to like, to like have the, to like kind of show Charlie that she got home. Yeah, I guess because he was true. sleeping on the couch. So true. Even though he was very much sleeping soundly, I think he still could have like woken up, and that was a risk you didn't really want to take, which I get. But it was still kind of like annoying. Like, okay, we're taking this boring like side quest. Yeah, <laughs> to go put Charlie to bed. <laughs> so Bella plays the parent and puts Charlie to bed. <laughs> Literally, she tucks what him in. And she gives him his little stuffed animal and a warm glass of milk. And ugh, I can't believe that's like a thing. That's <laughs> like ew. I don't know. How- where that's a thing or what time period that's a thing because i've never done that and i am a milk drinker we all know this but yeah you're a milk apologist i am (laughs) (laughs) i just don't get it um but yeah she tucks him in and basically edward has a little time where he's kind of reassuring bella where he's like this is going to be a lot easier now that the wolves are going to be with us so fair enough (laughs) but yeah She's, of course, still determined to be terrified. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shout out to the fucking baseball clearing. We're back. Yo, we return to the baseball clearing where shit went down. Oh, my God. And and my rendition of Supermassive Black Hole is just playing in the background. Yes, it is. Of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Which, everybody by the way, listened to the end of the last episode. Like, yeah. fully. If you, if didn't, you didn't, you listen to the end. You gotta go back, and also know that once you've gone and done that, uh, that audio that is there is now M's ringtone. Yes. <laughs> so if anyone calls M, and her sounds on, it will be me. Yep. For, for the rest of my reason. life, because I'm gonna forget yep. that that's my ringtone at some point, and <laughs> I will get surprised by it when I least expect it. Can't yep. wait. <laughs> yep. It'll be good. <laughs> So yeah, we're back at the baseball clearing. Supermassive Black Hole is definitely playing. Bella's reminiscing about her besties, James and LeBron and Victoria. Yeah, besties for sure. <laughs> definitely her fave people. Um, I mean, my bestie, LeBron. Our bestie. So true. Our bestie was this communist society. <laughs> yeah. Our bestie. <laughs> the Twilight community's bestie. Yeah. Uh, shout out to a real one. Miss you. Love you. Miss you, love you, so sad you died. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, and then Bella sort of has this realization. I think she has a brain blast. Yeah, she really does. She has a a classic Cam brain blast about her own plot. Right. Except unlike me, she doesn't immediately forget that she said it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so she's thinking about Victoria and James and Laurent and that whole thing. And she's realizing, I think it's all connected. She thinks that Victoria is the one putting together all the um, newborns and creating this army because she hasn't been able to get uh, Bella 
And, she, you know, she, they haven't sort of seen her too much recently because she's sort of she's really elusive, but she wasn't able to get close enough. So they think that she has been uh, getting all the newborns in Seattle and she knows about Alice's mind reading really well because uh, Laurent had that time with Tanya. And so Laurent probably told her because, yeah, he owed her some stuff. So that's the connection she's making. And honestly, it's like not bad. But I also agree with Edward's counterpoint where there's definitely has to be something or someone. She has to be with at least one other not newborn. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who that is, but there's got to be one somewhere. It's interesting that... um Edward followed Victoria to Texas. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't remember that coming up, but I'm like, if you say so, we're going to get corrected by one of our patrons at some point and be like, actually, it was on page uh, yeah. 112 of Twilight. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Um, but yeah, so he, she's like, maybe he j she just did that and then circled around once you sort of had given up the trail. But like the vampire who took Bella's sweater and all her stuff and they like, picked up her scent was not Victoria. And it also wasn't any Volturi we've met and it wasn't any of Tanya's clan. So this is like, this is pretty confusing. It's like, who, who the fuck is, who the it? fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> so my, like, I think like my two theories are like, it's a Volturi that we haven't met yet. They specifically sent someone who they wouldn't know the scent of for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Or it's someone from Jasper's past who has knowledge of this army making. Mm -hmm. And so the inexperience and the experience teaming up because, I don't know, maybe they hate Jasper, so they want to get back at him. And then Victoria hates Bella and wants to get back at her. I don't know how the Volturi fit in. But it feels like also the Volturi need to be involved in some way because you'd think they would have cracked down on it before now. Or yeah. Right? Like, if there's literally headlines about like people getting viciously like torn apart and eaten and shit and they're just like huh interesting anyway minding my own business staying in right. my lane yeah and they're such fucking control freaks that they would not let that shit stand <laughs> like of course they would immediately like come suss it out so i think that they do need to be involved in some way otherwise it just doesn't make any sense why they wouldn't come like to be fair you know twilight has plenty of plot holes but like it feels like a massive plot hole for them to just not care for no reason so those are my theories right now which you'll forget by down. the time we uh finish recording finish. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll already have like gone brain dead you're like what were we talking about yeah <laughs> so uh the wolves are coming as wolves because they don't trust being around the vampires and uh, basically you know they don't trust their like self-control or whatever and they're like oh we want to be at full strength because we're going to be around vampires, so just to be safe. Um, which, like, I kind of get. This makes, like, at first I was like, oh, this makes sense. Like, if you're going to be fighting as a wolf, you should practice as a wolf. But then they're like, no, we're just going to watch. And I'm like, well, what's the point yeah. anyway? <laughs> I know. It sucks that they don't participate. I hope that we, like, it kind of feels like we've used our training session scene, you know? in the But, yeah. like, we fulfilled our one quota of training session scene. But I wish we had one where the wolves would tussle or the wolves would tussle with the vampires and sort of see I know how that goes especially because like the t like the clan tension would also be super interesting yeah yeah so 
But um, oh, well. Bella looks out <laughs> for six wolves approaching and notices there's actually ten pairs of eyes looking through right. the forest. So we got four new ones. Uh, yeah, at least four new ones, because later she even mentions that she thinks there's actually more than ten. I th- See, I read that too, and I think, based on what I know and who's listed, I think that was just a poorly worded intention of being like, they're so big, it almost looks like there's more of them. Oh, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. I had to, re- <laughs> I had to reread that line a couple of times, because I'm like, how could there be more? Who else is there? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I think it was an intention of, they're so huge that it looks like there's even more once I can see them fully, but I could be mm-hmm. wrong. But I think yeah. that it was just a weirdly written sentence. Sorry. Probably. That sounds like Esmeyer. <laughs> <laughs> so the they aren't uh, going to um, be wolves practicing their fighting skills. Um, and uh, so Edward has to like translate all their thoughts for mm-hmm. people, which I mean is mostly just Sam because Sam is the alpha or whatever and is speaking for everybody. So... Yeah, it's just very it's just very uh, tense and awkward. And Carlisle calls Jasper his son, which I know. So, I get that there's this story that they've crafted for their family and fitting in with humans, and you know, putting your children in high school. <laughs> but uh-huh. like, it feels weird that he legitimately calls them like his children and his sons and daughters in day-to-day life not for their cover because i'm like right carlisle is literally in human years five years older than jasper that's true and also that's- in vampire years jasper is the next oldest vampire out of yeah. all of them <laughs> and like carlisle didn't turn him no so like why is he your son yeah, I don't <laughs> like know. i really i do very much see edward uh, Edward especially, yep, and especially. I do see Rosalie to an extent. Yep, I get that, but he didn't. Uh, he Alice didn't and him. Jasper both came from elsewhere, and Emmett only ended up because uh, Rosalie brought yeah. uh, her or brought him to Carlisle. Yeah. So I very much see, like, which is hilarious because Rosalie was first turned to sort of maybe be a companion for Edward, but, like, they just end up being, like, the most sibling of siblings. Yeah. But I totally much more see, like, Esme and Carlisle sort of as parents, quote unquote, mm-hmm. Edward as a son, Rosalie as a daughter, Alice as, like, an adopted daughter, and then Jasper and Emmett are, like, the ones who married into the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, if he's, like, son-in-law, like, I would maybe get that a little bit more. <laughs> like, obviously, they're not, uh, like, I guess, maybe they are married. I don't know. Uh, but, like, it doesn't really matter been, that way. I think they've been married a few times. Or at least it's yeah, been confirmed so. that I'm pretty sure Emmett and Rosalie have gotten married a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, they seem like they would be the most likely to, like, actually bother getting married. <laughs> yeah, right? So. And, you know, all of this to be said, uh, it is weird that he calls him his son. However, um, I would like to be called Carlisle's baby girl. Okay, yes. And I think that this sort of relationship in a, in a, in a, in a sexy way would be a fun time for specifically me and Carlisle. Yeah, I'm on board. Just putting that out there. He's he's Daddy Carl for a he reason. He literally 
is Daddy Carl. And I am ready to risk it all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you were on the edge like a week ago. (laughs) That's true. Let me in there. About to be a homewrecker. Oh, my God. Good for you. Thank you. I'm really doing my best. (laughs) All right. So we have an estimated, what did Alice say in her vision, 20 vampires in the newborn army. And so they're like, 10 vamps for the wolves, 10 vamps for the Cullens. No problem. Mm -hmm. And the wolves are like, I mean, you can give us a little more. Like, if you want, you can give us a little more. (laughs) Um, And they're four days away from attacking. Yep, so that's, like, a lot closer than I realized, I think. Yeah, right? I think a like, lot closer than have... Bella realized, too. Yeah. Because, you know, they're thinking they were going to go visit Renee, right? Y- yep. They had those tickets, and then Bella's Our... like, fuck, we can't use those tickets. No, or the whatever tickets, these tickets are for. They were for the concert that she got for oh. Alice and Edward to go to. Oh, never mind. Well, either way, she's still like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still a thing that she meant to go to. Well, she gives she's giving them to Ben and Angela. Good for Which them. Which is cute. Uh, yeah, so newborns are like children, and they only go for the obvious kill. So first Jasper's like, all right, Emmett, let's do a demonstration. <laughs> You're most like them. <laughs> Which is so funny and just like such a roast. And I can't believe Emmett didn't like get more angry about I it. Know. <laughs> He's too much like of Jasper. a himbo to get angry about it. He's like, I'm yeah, right. strong. <laughs> He's like, he he's so true. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what Jasper means by that is that Emmett relies a lot on his strength and he's a lot more straightforward. And oh my god, I could make so many Akatar comparisons, but you haven't read that book series yet. I can't and we'll get to that series eventually. It's fine. Uh I'll just say for anyone who has read it, Cassian. Is so true, like, bestie. So true. Yeah, so true, bestie. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so then Emmett, or Jasper tells Emmett to try to catch him and, like, you know, attack him. Yeah. And basically, it does not go well for Emmett. Emmett loses. Jasper beats him. Uh, then It says that Emmett cusses, which is so fucking Mormon. Just say he swore. I he know. Cursed. He cusses. <laughs> Whenever anyone says cuss, I'm like, I know your ass was brought up in some sort of religious background. I know. It's, it's just so, so fucking obvious. obvious. <laughs> it's like, yep. God, just say swore. Like, stop being a pussy. Just say fuck. <laughs> just say fuck. Jesus. <laughs> let Emmett say fuck 2022. Literally let Emmett say fuck. He, he would. would. And he should be able to. <laughs> Emmett does fuck and he says fuck. So, Stephanie, make it happen. Emmett also gets pegged. You ever think about that? Oh, for sure. I mean, Rosalie, come on. Come on. Did I tell you that one of my coworkers named her daughter Rosalie? <gasps> for Twilight? Yeah, after Twilight. Oh my god. <laughs> her daughter is so cute. She's like so my coworker is like mid twenties, late twenties. And her daughter is, like, in kindergarten. And so, like, actually, literally yesterday, she was showing me pictures of her, like, class photos. And she's adorable. But, yeah, her name is Rosalie. And she got, like, her name tattooed on her arm. Oh so I saw God. it. And I was like, is that from Twilight? She's like, yeah, it's my daughter's name. Because <laughs> I think it was she and her boyfriend at the time would watch Twilight when, like, she was pregnant. Oh, my God. And so, like, it just sort of fell 
oh to be that God. way, and they named Rose. Isn't that so freaking cute? <laughs> Rosalie is a good name, and I. It is a good name, and it's just what like if like your pregnancy comfort movie was Twilight, and then you name your child Rosalie. That's fucking incredible. That's amazing. <laughs> did you tell yeah. her about our podcast? <laughs> I did. Yes, that was the thing. I was like, no, literally, because I'm fucking a Twilight person now. Tm tm tm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Just uh, to share that tidbit. That's great. I know. It's so cute. <laughs> so then Jasper is like, Bella, I know you're always worried about Alice because she's so tiny and dainty and small. Let me just show you something for a second, okay? And so he calls up Alice to demonstrate a fight between himself and Alice. And Which, this by girl... the way, is like, we make a lot of fun of Jasper and Alice, especially because of the movie, because yeah. they just have zero chemistry in the movie. Yeah. And it's just hella awkward. Like, yeah. they did not even try to do, like, a screen test with the two of them. Anyway. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this is such, like, a... He's, like, I know you're worried about my girl, and I appreciate that. But that's my girl, and I'm not worried about her, and this is why. And it's just, like, okay. It's good. All right. It's good. <laughs> I'm on board. You're you're still a confederate, but, like, okay. <laughs> but, like, also love to see Alice winning. I do love to see Alice winning. Um, it's just so good because it's described as like, it looks like Alice closes her eyes and smiles and Bella can't even tell that she's moved. Yet somehow Jasper charges at her and repeatedly just some like appears to go right through her. And mm-hmm. finally, like their movement starts to like shift and slow a bit. And Bella realizes Alice is at the very perfect second shifting to one side or the other, seeing the future exactly as it's about to happen and perfectly dodging every fucking mm-hmm. attack and it's described as looking like a dance and i'm like oh she's perfect she's literally perfect she's literally so cute and she but yeah um... it's a super cool description and i do think like a lot of times the alice being like a little dancer is heavy-handed and i will say that's still heavy-handed here but it is yeah. at the same time very cool like it, I roll my eyes at it while also being like, okay, I actually think this is cool. She's got an aesthetic, <laughs> at least, you know? She She's does. She knows theme. how to stick to it. Yeah. And I appreciate that as someone who changes aesthetics every three months. like. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, she, like, jumps on his back and, you know, kisses his neck and is like, got you. You're dead. I know. Teehee. And they're so cute. <laughs> and all the wolves are like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> they just witnessed, like, this is informative for, like, mm-hmm. how the Cullens fight. And they're like she's so good like that's crazy of course if the wolves were going to go against her she wouldn't have any of that advantage because she can't right. fucking see them um yeah but yeah the wolves are still impressed or scared and i love her. it jasper calls her one frightening little monster ah, <laughs> that is such a great pet name she is a i know little monster. <laughs> she is like literally just a little gremlin ah. like it, it's weird i think like especially because of the whole context of this book we're getting a lot more of jasper especially and unfortunately there are times when i like this man i think he can be cute sometimes he has his moments (laughs) you just need to not think of the edward scissorhands version (laughs) yep or the fact that he was a confederate yeah don't think about it um yeah yeah so then alice goes to sit down next to bella while edward takes his turn and alice makes a comment that she can see bella making plans and won't let her put herself in danger because bella's already like i can make a distraction i could you know run out in front of everybody and force them to stop attacking people and it's like girl what that's not fucking anything because which the point that bella or uh, alice makes which is fucking fair is that 
if Bella were to go give herself up and die, that just gives both the Cullens and the Wolves more reason to then go fight. Exactly. It's just she's going to also be dead now. Yeah. Which is so nothing. What's the That's not point? helpful. Yeah. That doesn't do what's anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jasper and Edward have a stalemate, which is interesting because Jasper mm-hmm. has the years of like fighting experience, but Edward can at least have some edge as he like can adjust himself by reading Jasper's thoughts as they're happening. But it becomes yeah. a very like even fight and eventually they just decide to call it a draw because neither of them are, are landing the, the final kill on each other. Right. And Edward's also a little bit faster. Yeah. But and I think because Jasper also knows about Edward's mind reading, exactly. he has to constantly so... be thinking of new moves. Yep. Which is so cool and I think like really helpful for both of them because it it teaches Jasper to come up with new fighting moves yeah. and it yeah. teaches Edward to have to actually think on the fly instead of just being able to read everyone's mind and see the predictable yeah. or even like the not as predictable moves are still like moves that he'll predict if that makes right. sense. Like oh you're So now he's going like really left. unpredictable. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so, interesting. I think that's cool. I just I think uh, for for your behalf, I'm excited for you to see some of this play out in the movie. Oh boy, you fucking know it! I'm so hyped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm so excited. I want to finish this book. It's a good ah! movie. Eclipse is a good movie. Um, yeah, I feel like like New Moon is iconic in a way, but I think I'm gonna probably like Eclipse more. I I think it's like a a better film as opposed to mm-hmm. just this is meany and funny and full of stupid nonsense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think there's nothing beating Twilight in like a cult classic yeah. type of way. Yeah. But I can see that Eclipse is probably going to be a better movie because they have the budget and we saw the budget working in their favor in New Moon, but there was still some fucking dumb shit. In they that. had Ghost Edward. Like, how can it you take that seriously? Edward. You can't. You really can't. <laughs> but, um, like, you can see where that had potential. It was just like the plot's fucking stupid. Yeah. And this, I think they'll be able... Because they were reworking the plots to make it work better yep. for a movie. And they'll continue doing that in this. And this is a lot more potential. Whereas New Moon, they can tw- they can tweak some stuff. But they still have to stick to, you know, the fucking Ghost Edward bullshit. Such a big <laughs> part of the book. Like, sure, they could have made it a better. But it was just, like, intrinsically going to be yeah, a, like, it was an like, awkward, what are you gonna cringe do with movie. This? Yeah, because yeah, but Eclipse has a lot. <laughs> Eclipse has a lot more that's going to be more interesting. And I think they can you know, pretty successfully cut out some of the stuff that's maybe more cringe and just, like, make it yeah. generally a bit, like, just a good movie. Yeah. So, I'm excited. Okay. We have more and more rounds of demonstrations. They basically each take turns. Carlisle does not get described as doing anything. Um, yeah. Disappointment. Esme gets... Esme is the one who seems to have, like, need the most instruction. Which makes sense. Um she's yeah. she's not she's not someone who's had to fight or does typically fight and she doesn't have right. any like supernatural powers that give her an edge to fighting either so like Which even if so alice doesn't feel like a fighter she can still completely handle handle herself because she has this extra ability that makes it like you know 20 times easier yeah it's really interesting that esme has no ability I yeah. guess not all of them do. 
Carlos. But I guess I just think so much about the people who do that it's like it's kind of weird that some of them don't. I don't know. They're yeah. a pretty stacked group, but yeah, they are stacked. <laughs> but it's like you know, Emmett has brute strength if he doesn't have another power. Rosalie has. I mean, she's really strong as well, but she also has like her beauty is like a big part of it. And Esme's just like a nice gal, and I love that for her. But it's just like, but but okay, I guess. Her superpower is mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like genuinely like one of those things that like has been said of like, oh, like her superpower is her like extreme compassion or like whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. I yeah. Something like that. And that is just it doesn't lend well to this situation. Yeah. But yeah, it's also just interesting because like. Was Esme always going to be like this or if she was turned and then left to her own devices, would she turn out to be a better fighter right but not have that strength of empathy like you don't really know nature versus nurture the classic debate the classic debate now with vampires exactly (laughs) (laughs) so we get to um after much fighting and uh discussion of strategy the sun is actually beginning to come out in the sky bella's exhausted barely barely holding out poor thing i know and all the wolves come to do a sniff test because they're like we got to memorize like the cullen sense so we don't like in the heat of battle accidentally fucking turn around and attack one of our own like people on our team which like good point right mm-hmm. like you you're smelling vampires all around you and you're like oh there's one behind me bite oh shit it was carlisle yeah right <laughs> my bad i just murdered a fool <laughs> like, um so they all come and do some sniffies. And this is the part where it has that line where I'm like, are there more than 10? Yeah. Or it just seems like more than 10. To be determined. Yeah, I think it probably just seems like it, but I don't know. Basically, she's like, there's a fucking lot of them. <laughs> and uh, they just are also physically big. So it's yes. like overwhelming to her. Yeah. And they all look sort of spooked to be um, getting up close to the vampires. And then Jacob just in wolf form turns over and looks at Bella with like a weird wolf grin with his little tongue out <laughs> acting right. like a little puppy dog and trots this was on where over. My note, this is where my note said no shit he's a dog because it says that he has a wolfy grin while he's in a wolf form <laughs> and it's like fucking yeah stupid like what because like people are described as having a wolfy grin if you want to convey a certain predatory look but it's like yeah he's literally a wolf <laughs> yeah uh, anyway he comes yeah, over he comes and Bella over. pets him. <laughs> yes. And I have not seen this movie, but I am pretty sure that this moment is that iconic green screen moment that I've seen pictures of where it's just Taylor Lautner in like this full <laughs> green suit. I know what you're talking about. Stuart is just like pat 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 <laughs> like and I, I think i'm wondering if it's this scene because like that was the first thing i thought of when i read this i was like oh my god it's just like that so don't the, tell me but i i feel like it is <laughs> the random things that you have like pre knowledge of are so funny well because it's just like random memes that no, i know exactly see. Like, it's that it's like you name my child after the loch ness monster it's the baby looking weird as fuck <laughs> Like, I don't have much, but I have that much. You have enough. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Bella pets him and Jacob licks her entire face. Disgusting. So gross. (laughs) So gross. 
Edward looks disappointed, as if he, like, hoped that Bella would be like, oh, God, wolves, get away from me. You're actually so scary. Right. But she's actually like, oh, this is chill. You're my friend. You're just a big dog. And right. she's, like, laughing and stuff. Um, Edward has a conversation with Jacob, but as per this whole encounter, Bella can only hear edward's side of it because he's not saying out loud what jacob is saying in this instance and she's like what what do you mean what's going on he like evades her question is like oh we're just talking strategy so jacob gets fed up and he runs back into the woods to go change into human again so he can be like let me speak for myself bro right and i think also i mean i don't really care about it as much but it still is like why does Edward think that Bella doesn't need to hear this? But they're going to talk about her in front of her. I know. Like, not cool. We know it's not cool. So Jacob has been annoying me lately, but I do appreciate him changing back to, like, force that discussion to yeah. be had in front of Bella. Yeah. Because she deserves to hear it. It's She's going to have to find out about it eventually. Yeah, because they're Why discussing where is Bella going to go during this fight. <laughs> right, which is an important part of it. And, and it has goes, to, oh, everything strategy. to do with her. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Because if they see her and she's not protected or whatever. Yeah. 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 And so Edward obviously wants her out of forks because, like, just in case somebody slips by or whatever, like, can't have someone going to her place. Or, like, what if the whole thing is a, a distraction? Like, start this fight to get everybody involved and Bella's left unprotected so the real right. person in charge could come get her. You know, lots of possibilities. So Jacob's yep. like, all right, well, why don't we just hide her, like, somewhere here? Mountains are close. We can easily get to her. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, basically they decide that let's try and see if we can hide her scent, because otherwise it'll just smell like Bella and Edward everywhere that, like, she goes. Right. And so Jacob picks her up, and it's a whole thing of, like, oh, great, Jacob's shirtless and carrying Bella. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And she's and, like, mm, I mean, it's, why am I in his arms? I don't want to yeah, be she's, here. Yeah, she's pretty awkward about it again. Because, again, she mentions when he kissed her without her permission. And she's like, this is awkward. Yeah. Like, she's thinking about it. Which, yeah. Yeah, it's awkward. Uh, so the good news is that when Jacob carries Bella around, they're like, yep, you're so stinky. We cannot smell Bella. Good job. Right. And they also decide that they will lead a false trail of Bella, like, just by herself. So that way, like, it can actually lead, hopefully, the newborns to follow that scent to exactly where the Cullens actually want to ambush them. And then if they they will split up and basically half the, the newborns will end up going right into the Cullens and the other half will end up going right into a pack of wolves. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a pretty, pretty decent way to figure it out. <laughs> um, Jasper briefly considers using Bella as bait, which I don't like. I get <laughs> I why get, I get it. Edward and Jacob are like me, me, me about it because they're both in love with her. Yeah, but like, I can't fault Jasper for this one, and especially because, like, you know, Edward immediately shoots him down and. Ja Jacob's like kind of upset about it and Edward's like look you can't like he has this like way of military thinking he just has to think of all options and especially with that I'm like yeah that makes sense that he would consider it also, and also she's her own person and she should be allowed to make that decision if she wants to she should sure. be allowed to consider that option and it's not necessarily a bad option they just want her to have nothing to do with it for whatever reason yeah and like also here's the other thing 
is, yeah, he does have a military perspective of, like, what are all of our options and what's the most strategic one? But also, he even says, like, you know, it was just a thought. And it's like, how quickly could Jasper have just had been like, wow, it's crazy how much the love her sent. Whoa, what if Bella was actually in the clearing? That'd drive them even crazier. And the instant Edward hears that is just, why would you think that? And it's like, bro, you right. just had a thought. Like, people think things. It's your fault for reading minds. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's not like he and actually voices that as, like, a serious plan. He just has the thought, and Edward yeah, calls him out on like, it. <laughs> it's, like, horrible level of, like, constant monitoring that you can't say, you can't think anything bad about Edward around him or you're <laughs> <Yeah>. fucked. <laughs> it's kind of like earlier where we, you know, Alice is telling Bella don't even try it, and I think that's fair, and I think she shouldn't try it. That being said, it it's... It's unfair that Bella can't have privacy in her thoughts yeah. or in her actions. I mean, thank, thank fucking God, God that Edward, Edward can't, can't yeah. read her mind. <laughs> if Edward could read her mind, I would fucking hate it here. I know. It would be <laughs> That would be literally the worst. It would be the actual worst. <laughs> so at least it's not that. But it's pretty fucking close. Like, yeah. <laughs> on the plus side, like, it does usually turn out well. But, you know, like... All the things that Bella can think while she's laying in Edward's arms. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be fleeting things. And she's had all these things where she's like worried or she's just, you know. And for a relationship to work, I feel like you need to have that level of privacy to be able to have good communication. Absolutely. Yeah. You need to be able to process your own thoughts in your own way before you come to the table or whatever with like your final conclusions and what you actually want to say to the person because exactly we're all fucking people we have negative thoughts that pass and through we have our selfish minds thoughts. we have selfish thoughts we have jealous thoughts and that doesn't mean we voice them all and that's part of good communication is the fact right. that you learn to voice only the things that are like reasonable or helpful or like and you, you know, learn to work through things in your own brain before you then put that upon other people exactly and, and that's just like a huge part of communication is learning yeah. and just like self-growth in general is just learning how to Deal with your thoughts by yourself and not put that upon other people so that you can come to a discussion in a productive way. Yeah. And like, so, like, I'm actually, I would fucking never want to know everything my partner's thinking. Absolutely I wouldn't want to know everything my friend is thinking. No way. I would hate God, Edward's no. power so much. Hearing I would people's fucking thoughts all the fucking it. time, I would, I would, uh, I would unalive myself. <laughs> I would literally also, I was also going to say I would unalive myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> we Literally. I'm stepping into the sunlight near the Volturi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the whole thing. It's like the nice thing with like the whole like, oh, would you want to like have a superpower of mind reading is you could stop it. Yeah. But the whole thing with Edward is, he, I mean, he can tune it out to an extent, but he kind of gets like bombarded with people's thoughts. He can't yeah. really necessarily help it, especially when a thought is really loud. Yeah. And, you know, like what if I'm pissed at my partner and I think this mean thing that is really loud because I'm angry but it's yeah. fleeting, and of course I wouldn't want to say it. And then they hear it because it's like a loud thought in my brain. Like, oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I know, right? And then it's like, how could you think that? And it's like, I don't know. My brain just does things. Yeah, I like <laughs> I was angry. Our brains, our brains are going to continue doing these silly things, and we can't completely train. Like, like, sure, you can train out some of the things you think and say. Yeah. Obviously. Like, there are some things that I would never think or say in terms of, like, prejudice and that sort of right, thing. Right, right. But, like, I can still have, like, a salty, jealous thought or sure. think something vaguely mean and then not say that shit out loud because I know that, <laughs> all right, I'm being fucking dramatic. Let's calm down. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I would fucking hate that shit. Absolutely. Um, so Edward is reading Jacob's mind still and thinking about how will Bella communicate with them though if she's so far away. Like, what is Edward just gonna stop fighting for a, like a phone call in the middle <laughs> of a battle? Yeah. And Jacob, uh, of course, has the decency first to explain his thoughts out loud so Bella can keep up with the conversation instead of just Edward responding to thoughts with no context as he does this whole chapter. Mm-hmm. And his idea is to send their youngest, babyest wolf, Seth Clearwater. Seth! I know. Shout out. a walkie-talkie wolf. Which oh. I fucking love. A wolfy talkie. It's so funny. A wolfy talkie. <laughs> Literally. So that way she'll slightly be protected because she will have a, a, a werewolf with her. And also, yep. the pack can communicate for, what was that, over 300 miles or something? Yeah, that's the furthest they've tested it. And it's still perfectly clear. So it could probably be much longer than 300 miles. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty cool. So they will just have an instant warning if anything goes fucky wherever Bella is on the mountain. Yep. And then my last note for this chapter is that uh, Edward and Jacob's enemy to lovers arc is starting. <laughs> the eclipse <laughs> that we deserve. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because, like... They're like Come working on. together. They're thinking. They're thinking thoughts together. They're and they were up. having like, you know, we had this like on the page they're before the strategy last page boners, the, right? And <laughs> you know, Bella notices that Jacob and Edward are only standing three feet apart, and that yeah. there's like physical tension in the air. It was like static, and I'm like, oh my god, just kiss already. <laughs> Two dudes chilling in a clearing, three feet three apart because they are gay. Not gay. <laughs> hey, yo. Three feet apart because they're werewolf and vampire. Yeah. That doesn't have as much of a ring to it. I no, not be a quite. Songwriter. Probably not. Just <clears throat> sing them. Don't write them. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's like a really good idea. And then the wolves can, because Edward can then read all the thoughts of the wolves, since the wolves are all having the broadcast, like yeah. in their brain, whatever Seth is thinking. Then Edward immediately knows and, you know, Bella's at a safe out of, like, again, like, we've had this before in Twilight where it was, like, Edward can't necessarily be with Bella Mm -hmm. because it's too obvious because everyone will expect him to be with her. And that's agonizing for him. So the best, the second best thing is to have him have this perfectly clear line of communication through the wolves to Bella and her situation. Yeah. Seems pretty flawless. I'm sure nothing will go wrong. Yeah, I think it'll go perfectly. Yeah, I think Bella won't do anything stupid. (laughs) Well, that's the end of the chapter. Yeah, it is. I loved this chapter. I really am excited to see these training matchups in the movie. Yeah. I think it's going to be really fun. I love, I just love fighting scenes. I've, I think I, I don't know if I've expressed this before on the podcast, but I think you know this, that I love fighting scenes. Like they are some of my favorite, both in like the choreography when it's good is so fun to watch. Yeah, both in film and in live theater, yeah. stage combat and the that choreography and stunt stuff is just like some of my favorite stuff, especially sword fighting. I mean, Delicious. Oh my god, of course, obviously. And I don't necessarily expect like because one thing that I find particularly is impressive is when it's like a continual shot. Yeah. And I don't think that's gonna be. I don't think we're at that level. Like the there's Witcher. Be a lot of CG. Yes, like the Witcher. <laughs> so good. Like I think Daredevil is that the show, the Marvel show that does that. 
perhaps I have not watched it. I don't think it's one actually episode. one shot, but it is an extended scene, and like mm. the, they do camera tricks to make it seem like it's all one shot or yeah, something yeah. like that. It's the it's the one of the it's the yeah I'm pretty sure it's blind Daredevil. guy fighting Daredevil yeah the blind lawyer yep Daredevil who fights people yeah. yeah I think that is it and you know there's a few other things but I don't I don't necessarily think we're gonna have like prolonged you know cinematic <laughs> yeah like but I am excited to see because the CGI of the wolves was pretty good in the last one I mean it wasn't yeah. perfect but you know I think it holds up pretty decently at least from that movie. Well, so thank hopefully it'll continue that, to be okay. Thank goodness Twilight, the movie, was a success because can you imagine if they what their budget would have looked like for New Moon if they hadn't like Yeah. You know Someone's Yorkie well? was gonna be sized <laughs> up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, boy. oh man. That would have been something. Well, we're getting into plot. We're getting into four days till the the big fight. Let's go. <laughs> What's the name of the next chapter? That's a good question. Oh, do you want me to look? I have it right next to me. If you yeah, don't. I didn't I didn't open that up. Well, that's okay. I wasn't going to look, but now I have to fucking open my book again. Jeez. Well, I mean, Ooh, I can... it's called Selfish. Oh. I, what does yeah. that mean? That was, like, not what I expected. I mean, these, bo- these chapter titles will always be bad. <laughs> but this one is actually something that I'm, like, vaguely intrigued by. Yeah. Um. Who's selfish? <laughs> Find out next week on, on our podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did we have anything else we wanted to do? Any Patreon stuff, maybe? Oh, yes. Um, so for new patrons, welcome Veronica to the coven. Uh, dab, dab, dab. Uh, thanks for, welcome thanks in. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for showing up. And uh, thank you to our Master Vampire uh, patrons, uh, Stephen, Emily, Thea, and Dan. Your continued support means the world to us. We love you. It does. And I'd like to give each of you a big old kiss (laughs) in a friend way and only if you consent to it, to be clear. (laughs) Um, I have one last thing, which was uh, an old question that we never answered. Mm. from uh i believe this is thea they said you get body swapped with any vampire in the twilight universe and you keep their power who do you want who do you not want and why well i think we know who we don't want as we just discussed this actually in this episode <laughs> I super don't want to be edward definitely not no way if bella has some badass uh superpower maybe i would want to be her because she's also sexy as fuck because she's Kristen stewart yeah <laughs> so um what power would i want wait so are we a vampire now i think we're or a are vampire we just getting now. body swapped well if we're body swapped then we're a vampire i guess i guess yeah okay sure because <laughs> if it's just like whose power i want or like who i want to like i would i mean i don't want to look like jasper <laughs> right but his power his power is like i think a really a really powerful and it's- kind of it's so continually subtle, underrated. But like, exactly, yeah. exactly. I was thinking it's super that, subtle. Well, we are the same person, so of course we're, I was we're thinking twins the same and cousins thing. and dating. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty yep. clear. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick, like, who to be, like, if I had to be in their body, like Rosalie. Rosalie, yeah, obviously. <laughs> exactly. She's hot as fuck. I want to exactly. be her. I want to date her. I want to yeah. give her smooches. Like, I wanna, I wanna have her himbo husband. It's fine. Yo, for real. <laughs> 
But yeah, I think power wise, I would want Jasper and just like looks and just general vibe wise, Rosalie. Absolutely. No question. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. I agree. Uh my my safe bet would be Esme because I don't have to do anything and I get to be with Daddy Carl. <laughs> wow, that's so. pretty good. It's another another option. I feel like Edward's power is too overwhelming. Alice's power is too important. Like it's too scary. It's also overwhelming. I it think. is overwhelming because I think yeah. To be fair, she like a lot of time. I mean, not always, but sometimes she does need to like focus to get yeah. it. But she did she have like the stuff just flashing. Out. She gets stressed the fuck out though. Yeah, because she's kind of she's seeing what is going to happen unless she specifically can find a way to change it. Yeah, and like everyone. So like, it's a lot of pressure on her. And in this book, Edward's been like, watch the Volturi, and also watch Victoria, and also watch this and also watch Bella and she's like I can't do this yeah and it's like I know they don't sleep but damn let the girl have a fucking nap <laughs> let the girl have a vampire nap literally a cat nap even perhaps uh, that's, shall a, we... that's a good question but yes. yeah it was a good question uh, uh, I'm all I'm all good all right if you're we'll good see you guys in the next one for selfish Bye, guys for, yeah we'll see all you selfish motherfuckers in our next episode <laughs> Okay, love all you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Unbitten. If you want to get in contact with us, follow us on Twitter at UnbittenPod or subscribe to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash unbittenpod. And for now, the rest is still unbitten.